Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Westside Sports Podcast. As always, I am your host, Dakota Esri. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. This podcast is free and available on all major platforms. Uh, coming out with podcasts at least four days a week, covering a wide variety of content going from around the world, as we always start out with. Solid Mariner section, Seattle Storm section as well, and Mariners. If you guys enjoy the content, the overall conversation, and the topics I bring to you on a day-to-day basis, please do me a favor and subscribe, leave a rating. And if you enjoy the overall, just uh, just the overall flow, if you like the conversation, if you like the topics, if you want something different, please let me know on my sports group on Facebook, Sports in the Northwest, with a green Mariners insignia on there please let me know i it is my group i am the admin so if you guys want to reach out to me and let me know please do that or you can reach out to me on ig i'm on multiple platforms today's podcast is going to be a doozy i got a lot to get into today around the world section today is going to be a little bit shorter i got a long deep mariner section today i got a couple things i want to cover and touch on and then uh, i got a couple things on seahawks today unfortunately practice is getting out a little bit later today so i don't have the actual updated uh uh, snap counts on quarterbacks between first and second team, all that good stuff. I will get into that in a little bit later in today's podcast. And with that being said, let's get straight into it, shall we? First off, around the world's going to start out with the fact that uh, apparently uh, Angels owner Artie Marino, maybe he listens to the podcast. Maybe he does. I don't know. Who? I mean, he's he's an idiot. Everybody knows this. I mean, at least if you're not a non-Angels fan or anybody who knows anything about baseball, and I've heard anything about what the Angels have been doing for the lackluster of Mike Trout and Shohei Otani's career, you understand? The Angels suck. They're trash. No due disrespect to their fans, besides for the fact that some of their fans are incredibly rude and disrespectful talking about J.P. Crawford's hair and his girlfriend and his mother on national television where the speakers can pick up every word you say, you bunch of idiots. But anyways, that's what I gotta say on that. Overall, information was released not too long ago, about an hour ago, the Angels owner, Artie Moreno, is, quote, exploring a sale of the team. Good riddance. Goodbye. Hope the door hits your ass on the way out. I don't really care. You have wasted the career of Mike Trout. You are wasting the overall career of Shohei Otani. You're an absolute disgrace to baseball. You allowed Phil Nevin to create and do a hit job on my Seattle Mariners, Artie Moreno. You back and support this disgusting manager who you actually had the integrity, the cojones, to actually replace Joe Madden, who had won a championship with this joke. Just do us a favor, Artie Marino. Sell a team to like Rod Carew, who reached out and was like, I'm interested in in playing for this organization or co-owning it. Get somebody else in here who actually gives a damn about baseball. You buy the cheapest, most inexpensive radio platforms and stations and your TV broadcast is terrible. Reed Detmer is one of your best prospects and players on your team that's below the age of like 30 or whatever he is now. He sounds miserable. He probably wants out. Find Mike Trout. I request a trade. Shohei Otani is like, I ain't staying here. And you have nothing. If I, you know, if I'm no, like, legitimately, this is not a, just a slandering rant here, right? But if I'm, oh, Rob Manfred, I even hate saying the name. It just makes you want to rinse my mouth out with scope after I say it. I am requiring the Angels to be sold. Why should you have this team here? Nobody cares about them. They're never been good. They haven't won 80 plus games in five years. So who gives a damn? I mean, 
I know I'm on a little bit of a, of a tyrant rampage here, but for good reason. My God, you haven't been good since Jim Edmonds and Tim Salmon with Jared Washburn in his rookie year or Jared Weaver. Give me a break. Ugh. Okay, I'm done with that. Kevin Durant saga has finally ended. Good, because I'm tired of covering. This is almost like one Soto territory. Back and forth, back and forth. Oh, I want to. I'm requesting a trade. I'm going to use my muscle. I'm going to record videos of me working out with James Harden to quote repair our relationship so I could possibly be shipped to, to Philadelphia. Like, Philadelphia did anything they would want to trade. You know, not saying they wouldn't want to trade for Kevin Durant, because obviously Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant, even after his uh, Achilles tear or whatever it was, right? But, you know, it's just, 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 just stop this, please. Please just stop this. You know, I talk about this on the last or a couple podcasts ago, about how I get irritated with professional athletes, mostly coming down, now we're seeing it more in football, but predominantly in basketball, because uh, you have five players on a team on a court in basketball, right? You have 53 players on a roster for football, 26 on baseball. So, I mean, obviously not all 26, not all 53, well, 53 actually get on the field between special teams and replacements and depth chart, right? Whatever. But the point I'm getting at here is quite simple. Athletes have so much power, especially in basketball, that they can just wave their little magic carpet ride stepping little finger around and say, I want to get out of here. Where's my Aladdin genie? Where's my blow my three wishes into a... Into a, into a vase or whatever the hell it was. I don't really care. I'm on one today, just so you guys know. I am on a roll today. And I'm bringing the energy. I'm bringing the hype. I'm bringing the passion and the energy. Because I gotta... Oh, today's podcast is gonna be great. Kevin Durant, whatever. You admitted you're gonna stay with, with Brooklyn for this season. Probably because Boston's like, we're not giving you Jalen Brown. Um, we'll find a different package next offseason. Have fun dealing with him. He's probably not gonna do anything with, with Kyrie Irving. Because Kyrie Irving's a moron. And thinks the world's flat. And that the Illuminati control everything. That's a different conversation for a different day. However, um, this quote, Kyrie, I was a Kyrie, the Kevin Durant saga has officially ended. Thank God, because I'm sick and tired of hearing it. Uh, and of course, the GOAT, Nick Saban, signed an eight-year extension with Alabama worth up to $93.6 million. Holy catfish, as Steve Rabel would say. That's a whole lot of cheddar, a whole lot of money, and a whole lot of dollar bills to float around in the air. Anyways, that's around the world for this week, or for today, excuse me. Um, I do do this on every podcast. For those who are new to it, I do it in a little bit of around the world section before I get into the Pacific Northwest region. Mariners, Storm, Hawks, all that good stuff. That being said, Mariners. Page turn, excuse me. Mariners have some offensive issues uh, for those who haven't noticed recently, which obviously, if you have been watching, has been pretty glaring pretty uh pretty pretty apparent right 15 and 14 records since the all-star break not good enough large part of that simply comes down to offense they've always scored four or less they've scored four or less runs in 10 of their last 16 games it isn't good enough hey jerry what did you say in, uh during the trade deadline mitch hanniger and kyle lewis will be our additions to our offense uh, throughout after the uh, after the, the trade deadline, those are gonna be our bats. Boo! What the hell, Jerry? Who do you th- who? How smart do you think you are, Jerry? You think you can outsmart us? Really? You honestly think that we were so stupid? Like we've been drinking the Kool Aid by the gallons? Go to Walmart, buy it for like three bucks a pitcher, whatever. And you think we're so stupid? We gave we, we just still like to taste a fruit punch after six months, six years? Come on, Jerry Depoto. Oh my goodness. I am I apologize if this is if you guys don't like this kind of energy, probably not the right the right podcast for you, but I'm bringing it today. 
because I got a lot to say. And this whole mantra of, oh, we just need to give our players ability to time, we'll bounce back. No, stop it. I don't want to hear that crap. Then you're not a Mariners fan. You're not. Because if you're a Mariners fan, quite simply, you would look at this team right now and say, it's not good enough. Why are we relying so heavily upon, once again, our young stars, Julio to save our ass? Why are we relying so hard upon Mitch Hanniger, God bless his beautiful, bearded soul, to come back and save us from the depths of Dante's Inferno's Hades? Like, come on, people! This is the problem with this, with this whole regime. They rely so heavily upon their invested players. Why don't you go, like, why did you not go out and get a better bat? Why did you say, oh, Kirk Casale and Jay Clam? Well, I'll touch on a little bit later. And, uh... You know, oh, Travis Jenna freaking Kowski, who did nothing, didn't even play a single game for you. Oh, we value his center field and his speed versatility, and we think he's an upside. Really, Jerry? Didn't play a game for you. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Stop lying to people. Stop making up a bunch of bull crap. Bull honky, whatever you want to call it, right? I'm sick and tired of this mantra, this idea, these notions. That, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We have less than 40 games left to make the damn playoffs. I am 30 years old. 30 years old. You want know to have a scene of one time in my, like, my memory doesn't even go back far enough to remember one freaking Mariners win in the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, 2001, I was like seven years old. Holy crap. I'm so tired of, oh, just give him time. Give him time. Give him time. The time is now. Either you hit the damn baseball, or you go down to AAA, or you go sign a free agent in on, on the waiver wire, whatever the hell you want to do. But no more of this waiting. No more of this crap for you to sit around and say, oh, it's going to be okay. Stop it. You're part of the problem. You're part of the reason why this team is complacent with just finishing in third place and not making the playoffs. You're part of the problem. Just flat out. And if you don't like the call out, probably not the podcast. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing about people saying, this team is just, you know, it wasn't supposed to be this year, it'll be next year. No! That's exactly what happens every single year of this playoff. This team is supposed to make the playoffs. That's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. Every time, every year it says, oh, it just, we just barely fell short. We'll make it next year. No! Make the damn playoffs. Get to October. Sell some playoff merch. Make some money. Go spend that money on free agents who want to come here. Go pay Julio $300 million. Holy crap. Like, I've been seeing so many people on Twitter just commenting about, it's either, oh, it's not supposed to be this year. They played great, but, you know, it's just a it's just a building year. Or people like me that are like, can you just shut up? Can you stop? Because you're part of the problem. You are the, you are part of the disease that is a part of this franchise that's been existing and coexisting in people's bodies for 21 years. Excuse me on that. I needed to just release that. I'm, I'm, I'm as you can tell, I am red, white, hot today. Okay, with that being said, I got some roster additions, some information I want to touch on today. It's going to kind of be a comprehensive se section, right? So bear with me. It's going to be a little bit longer, but it's worth it in the end. I promised you, right? Taylor Trammell has been in AAA since rehabbing from his hamstring injury that happened about a month or so ago, right? And, his, and since it's just returning to AAA on his rehab assignment, he is batting a very simple post of 321 average, two home runs, three doubles, eight walks, and just 10 strikeouts, right? That's called getting the job done. Quite 
Simply. In his 32 games with the big league roster before he was sent down to AAA to rehab for his injury, he was posing a 235 average, 3 home runs, 9 doubles, 11 walks, 24 strikeouts. Jesse Winker's hitting 220-something, can't play corner outfield. Looks like hot trash, right? Rainier's broadcaster, Mike Curdo, recently joined on the Extra Innings podcast, or excuse me, Extra Innings show with Curtis Rogers via the Sports Station. He talked about how he has been specifically watching Taylor Taylor Trammell in his latest stint with the AAA club. Quote, he is making a lot of contact on balls, much more than he was in the past with the AAA team in Tacoma. I could see, realistically, Taylor Trammell joining this team in place of Jesse Winker in the outfield. Jesse Winker, you can go DH at right field, or, or you can just DH. Not even right field. That's Mitch Hanger's spot, right? Obviously. But it comes down to the fact, quite simply, that Jesse Winker is a massive disappointment. And some people are going to say, Oh, well, this is just, this just an outlier year. Is this just something that pops up once in a while and people have an occasional off year and then they bounce back next year? Who freaking knows? Well, none of us are Jesse Winker. You know, we don't walk in his steps. We don't comb his beard. You know, whatever, right? I know I'm on a beard rant today. That's because I'm growing mine out also. So bear with me on that. So Jesse Winker's lack of glove, lack of fielding, poor fielding reactions, all this stuff, right? Taylor Trammell, better athlete, better instincts in the outfield. Just bet I want him to have more opportunities on this team right now because I believe he will produce at a higher level than Jesse Winker is right now. But I think he would have more home runs, more RBIs, better batting average, better player this year, Taylor, Taylor Trammell, all things being considered if he was uh, healthy for most of the season like Winker has. But, you know, it's had the... He's had the shoulder issue, and then he had a sore shoulder, and then he ran into the wall, and then he had the ankle problem. It's like, if not this, it's that. It's like, I don't really care. Either you hit the baseball, and you help us contribute to get to the playoffs, or you step aside to somebody else and come and help us. Quite simply, right? Kind of the theme of today. So I'm going to have a little bit of a uh, one versus two conversation here, right? Topic. Carlos Santana versus Jake Lamb. Quite frankly, I think this discussion between Carlos Santana and Jake Lamb comes down to a handful of factors, right? Number one, Carlos Santana seems to be lost at the plate in general. Last 30 games, if you guys don't or aren't aware of this, his average is 118. 15, uh, 15 strikeouts to 13 walks, right? He was specifically brought in here for a handful of reasons. Those handful of reasons were veteran plate discipline, as well as walk to strikeout ratio, which in the last 30 games has gone by the wayside. Clearly, as I brought up earlier here on this podcast in the last minute or so. A veteran presence in the locker room only goes so far, right? When that veteran player is contributing to the ball club, not only is he actually hitting, putting the ball into play, recording hits, and helping the team win, that's a part of being a veteran presence in the locker room. You can't just give people advice. Because then it's being almost hypocritical. Like, how does somebody expect you to go about being a veteran presence and giving advice, but then you go up to the plate and you're not following your advice or able to go, you know, pick the fruit off of your own tree, for better lack of an, uh, of an analogy, right? So, obviously, Santana is limited. He can only play first or DH. We have more than enough players to play designated hitter and fill that role. So that's number one. Number two, Jake Lamb has posted a 231 average his last 30 games. Considerably better than 118 from Carlos Santana. Mariners fans obviously know that Jerry and Scott value positional versatility more than anything else on this roster. Very, very simple, right? He can fill in a third, give Gino a rest day, which he desperately needs at a time of time because he's been playing all but like two games all season. God bless him and his recent quote primal 
uh, joke there for the liver king. I don't know if you guys follow that. It's really weird. Anyways, um, it's pretty simple. Like Jerry specifically at the trade deadline said, and I quote, we have, we have very, oh, excuse me. We have talked very highly of the recent changes to Jake's overall batting stance at the plate and his overall discipline when it comes down to controlling the strike zone. His offensive numbers have been showing and his limited opportunities with the Los Angeles Dodgers that he is on an upswing. Those are the exact words from Jerry. Da, Jerry, come on, man. If you want to get Jake Lamb opportunities with this big league team, you need to give him more opportunities. It's very simple. This is the verdict, right? In my eyes, this is an easy conversation, right? As I'm giving you guys the numbers, and you're like, well, doesn't this speak for itself? That's the point. Why is Santana still on this roster? He's not a capable, reliant, veteran bat anymore. Was he great during his time in replacement while uh, Ty France was on was in uh, on the IL for his injury? Yes, he was. Was it what we need at that time to study the ship? Yes, it was. That time has come and gone. Goodbye. I'm done seeing the excuses for Carlos Santana. I'd rather have Taylor Trammell come up in his place, put Jake Fraley in his opportunities, get Tr Taylor Trammell in the corner outfielder spot for Jesse Winker, put Jesse Winker at DH also, put Jake Lamb in the corner outfields, put him at third base, maybe a little bit of first base. Who the hell knows? Get Jake Lamb in the lineup and give him more opportunities so we have a true evaluation whether or not he can help this team in the last 40 plus games of the stretch for the season. Right, so that's what I got to say on that. And I just want to give a little bit of love, a little bit of a shout out to a guy in AAA who's been performing well recently. It's just a really good story. Evan White, for those of you guys who don't remember or, you know, it's been four scores in like forever many years ago. Evan White was a first round draft pick out, uh, for the Mariners years ago out of the University of Kentucky. Uh, been battling injuries left and right, had a groin issue, had a hip issue, had an abdominal issue. He's finally kind of seems to be coming back to his normal self, kind of getting back to his form. Uh, he's been hitting a lot of home runs, good opposite field power, and I'm just glad to see, man. It's just a pleasant, a pleasant showing that I was really wanting to see from him at the end of the season, considering he's worked so damn hard to get back to at least a, a triple league ball club. And I'm just very happy for him and his overall progression when it comes back from his injury. Okay. So that's the Mariners for today. Hawks is going to be fairly short because of the fact that practice ran a little late today. I do not have information on what quarterback had first or second snaps today with the teams. I will have that on tomorrow's podcast. What I have for you are some basic roster updates, and that's about it for today. And we're just about to hop out. Diaz Gridge is finally practicing today. Has a chance to play in this week's game versus the Cowboys. Ken Walker continues to do better every single day after his injury, uh, after, excuse me, his surgery for his hernia. That's really great to see. Ken Walker is a huge part of the future of this franchise. Unfortunately, a big part of that, too, is the fact that Penny will not play at Dallas. Pete, quote, says he doesn't anticipate him to play, which means he's not going to play. Pete's pretty, pretty, pretty obvious with what he's going to do, especially when it comes to preseason activities. Unfortunately, quarterback Trey Brown will not be ready for the start of the regular season as he continues to recover from his patellar tendon injury. Uh, injury. Artie Burns, uh, DB, is on track to play this week. Pete, quote, reiterates that Drew will play a lot, but will not announce a starter, obviously, because he doesn't want to give any kind of a game plan or inside information to the Dallas Cowboys when it comes down to game plan and scheming for which quarterback will start to start the game in this week's game versus the Dallas Cowboys. 
Tyler Mabry uh, suffered an injury practice on Sunday as a corresponding move. The team re-signed tight end Cade Brewer, who they recently released uh, on roster cuts. And as a part of that, they cut offensive lineman Shamarius uh, Gilmore, who was a guard who was making good waves at the beginning of training camp, but kind of fell quiet throughout the rest of training camp and uh, whatnot. So... Not a huge, uh, not a huge shocker there. And due to the fact that Penny will not play this week is just giving more opportunities to the running backs, Travis Homer, DJ Dallas, and other running backs. I love that name. And uh, that's what I got for you guys today. Today's podcast is gonna be uh, pretty fired up. If you guys enjoyed the overall conversation, the uh, the topics, and the overall flow, please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a rating. If you guys can share this podcast on any platform, uh, not to be asking you guys a ton. I know that obviously subscribing and leaving a rating is already asking a fair amount from people who are new to the podcast or kind of getting into the flow of it. It helps me out a ton. I am very uh, honored and proud of, of thank you guys so much for all of the spreading of the network that's been going on. I am in three, uh, excuse me, four countries now. I'm trying to get just growing the brand on every podcast basis. And uh, if you guys have any questions or any other topics you guys want me to cover on upcoming podcasts and uh, in the upcoming future, please let me know on either of my uh, Facebook Facebook group, Sports in the Northwest. You can reach out to me on Twitter, capital PNW Professor. And uh, on IG, also you can reach out to me on there. Uh, just kind of let me know what you guys are thinking, what you guys are wanting me to talk about. With that being said, big Mariners game today. Robbie Ray, let's go out and kick some ass. Mariners, let's get a win. Seahawks, let's get our heads straight. See us rise.